Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash entitled people, where people truly believe that they can do what they want, when they want, with no consequences. And in today's episode, guys, OP's grandfather has a classic car, which he refuses to sell to random strangers. And guess what? The idiots call the cops over it. I hope you guys enjoy the stories today. Don't shake your heads too hard. And as always, you can send or link your post to this email right here. Let's dive in. So I can't actually believe this conversation just happened. The sheer entitlement and ridiculousness of it has made me laugh, but has also left me speechless. So a few weeks ago, I ordered this mug from Amazon. The mug had the C word on it, with the C as the handle. It's a cute mug, would recommend. Now, there's a house on the street next to mine that has a very similar address to mine, and I'll often get their packages, and they'll sometimes get mine. For example, my address is something like number 6 Random Street, and theirs is number 6 Random Side Street. It is annoying, as they are different, so wildly different, that you would think the postman or any delivery driver might have gotten used to that by now. But I digress. Anyways, I had the notification from Amazon to say that my mug had been delivered. I go to check, and it isn't. So I go around to the house that I just mentioned to see if it was delivered there, and I get no answer. I decide that I'll try again later, or they'll bring it over, before I contact Amazon. A few days pass, and they don't bring my parcel around, so I assume it was delivered to a completely different house, and get Amazon to replace it. But then, about half an hour ago, there was a knock on my door. I open the door, and it's the father of the family at the similar address house, holding my Amazon parcel. The package has been opened, and he throws it at me. Before I can form words, he says, My 11-year-old opened your stupid package. Don't you ever order something so disgusting again. How dare you? And with that, the guy just storms off. I register what the heck just happened and what he said. And that's when I shout after him, Wait, what? No one should be opening my mail anyway. It's a criminal offense. How dare you come to my house and berate me for opening my package? The guy heard what I said loud and clear, and despite that, he just waves his hand at me dismissively and carried on walking. I just stood there for a good minute, trying to figure out if that actually happened. Well, it did, and now I have two mugs. I'm so tempted to leave one on his doorstep with a note saying, You can keep it. It's definitely been made for you. Well, ain't that something, guys? Opening someone else's package and getting mad at the contents of the package. And the thing that bothers me the most about this is the fact that he knew he was in the wrong for opening the package and just waves his hand dismissively at OP when they brought up that valid point. And be honest, guys, how many of you would be getting petty at this point and having crude packages sent to his house? Like, it seems like every comment on this post is about sending adult toys his way. I personally wouldn't be doing that because there's minors in the house. I would be sending packages of poop because I'm four years old. 
So I've gotta put this one out there. This is the most absurd entitled person situation that I've personally encountered. My husband and I look to hire a local husband and wife small business to clean and do maintenance projects on our house before the baby comes in a few weeks. They came by tonight to take a look at the projects and surprise, they brought their three elementary-aged children. Which is no biggie, I thought. It's not ideal, but I like children. And I like the idea of our home being a welcoming place for them. We'll let it go. So we opened the door, and the children just scattered. All three took off screaming in different directions with their shoes on. One ended up in my bedroom, jumping on the bed, while two on different ends of the living room, where they all started pulling my daughter's carefully organized toys off the shelf at an extremely rapid pace. All the mom said was, well, they sure made themselves at home. I asked her politely to gather up her children as I didn't want anything damaged in my home, but she replied with, they sure love your house, just let them run around. I tried to orient the parents quickly so they would leave as soon as possible, and the oldest child noticed our loft, which is our playroom slash library, and is also carefully organized and decorated with love and various handcrafted elements, and they all raced upstairs. We have four kids of our own, but we managed to mostly keep things orderly. Each toy has a place, and we have some small and breakable pieces from my and my husband's childhood, and all the books are shelved alphabetically in categories. All three children started shrieking at the sight of the room. I was trying to wrap up discussion with the mom, and then the stomping started and the clanging. It sounded like they were jumping off of furniture. I paused for the mom to say something, but she didn't. She didn't even bat an eyelash, only saying, Wow, sounds like they're having so much fun. And that's when came a crash that could only have been furniture falling over. Mom, again, didn't so much as comment anything aside from, wow, they're playing really loudly. My husband, of course, ran upstairs alarmed. That's when the youngest one, four maybe, raced down the stairs needing to go potty urgently. Three of our four bathrooms needed service, which is why we were hiring these people. So the only bathroom available was our master bath, where we have chicks in an incubator. As I showed the child where to go, she got distracted by the chicks, and she screamed at the older kids upstairs to come, come see now. So the two older kids came barreling and yelling with shoes on through my bedroom and bathroom, and the small one didn't make it to the toilet in the excitement, and she left a trail of pee behind. This all happened in the 15 minutes that I thought we'd be quickly introducing the contractors to the projects and negotiating pay. This was bizarre and horrible, I thought, but we'd just have them do the job tomorrow and not work with them again. But then, two of the kids started to tantrum when it was time for them to leave. Notably, without putting away a single toy they'd disassembled and strewn about. That's when mom says, it's okay, we'll be back tomorrow so you can play more with them tomorrow. Hearing that, I'm thinking, what the F? She was expecting to bring the children and leave them unsupervised in my home? Or maybe she expected me to provide childcare while she did her job, clearly unsafe for children, in a closed-off room for 7 hours. Of course, we're cancelling. I'm almost too shocked to even be upset. After they left, I found shelves of books toppled over. Books were crinkled and ruined from everything falling on them. Every toy in the living room is in pieces on the floor, and I found pee around my toilet and on the carpets. It just happened so fast, I can't. So the post ends right there, guys, and honestly, I feel so bad for OP. 
And if I were in OP's shoes, I would be freaking livid. Like, what do you do at that point? Do you call the police? Do you confront the parents and say you owe us for damages? Do you leave a bad review? OP replied, oh my goodness, I'm going to get reamed for it here. I'm so non-confrontational, especially in such a wildly unexpected situation unfolding so rapidly. I just freeze. I didn't say anything to them. So for the past two years, I lived in a small apartment building. The apartment did not have a laundry room when I moved in, but it did come with hookups for a washer and dryer. I ended up buying a washer and dryer myself because I work for a wildlife sanctuary and I get pretty dirty during my work. Just the other day, I had to chase down and wrestle one of our wild boars who loves to escape his pen and think it's funny to play chase. It got me completely dirty. I was covered in grass stain and mud, so I very much need them. My boyfriend and I also just got engaged, and since my lease was up, I moved into his house with him. I finished moving everything out of my old apartment yesterday, and I thought nothing about taking my washer and dryer with me as I had bought them. Well, I woke up this morning to multiple missed calls from my old landlord. I left my phone number and new address just in case any mail was delivered to my old place. So I call him back, and he asked me why the washer and dryer were gone. I explained that I took them with me. And at that, he starts freaking out, saying that he had put that the place had a washer and dryer in the ad. That he had also raised the rent due to the place having the washer and dryer. The landlord starts demanding that I bring them back because the new clients he has set up to move had already signed the lease and they're not interested in the place without them. He even threatened to call the police if I don't bring them back. I got angry and I told him that I would do no such thing, reminding him that they belong to me, that I bought them and I still have the receipts from when I bought them, as well as texts from him when I moved explaining I was buying them myself. He again threatens to call the police. I told him to do it and see what happens and hung up at that point. Personally, I don't think I'm in the wrong. I bought them and they weren't cheap, so I feel I have the right to take them. My boyfriend is on my side, but today my coworker said that they think I'm in the wrong for not telling the landlord I was taking them. In my opinion, that should have been obvious. I paid for them, so why would I leave them? Well, my landlord went through with calling the police because the next day they showed up. Honestly, nothing really noteworthy happened. I just explained to them what was going on and showed them the receipt for the washer and dryer as well as the text from the landlord. The cops took my statement and left. My boyfriend's father is a lawyer and he's going to be contacting my landlord, sorting everything out. He advised me not to respond to said landlord anymore for the time being. So yeah guys, I don't know how the landlord thinks he'll win this one. And how the guy doesn't see that he's a complete dummy for escalating the situation to this point is beyond me. Like, clearly, the washer and dryer were not provided when OP moved into the apartment, so why the heck should they leave it behind for that greedy landlord to make money off of? Again, you leave the apartment the same way it was when you moved in. The landlord can go pound sand, especially after calling the cops. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My boyfriend is a veteran, and this incident occurred yesterday at the grocery store while he was shopping, and he told me to post it. Now, shopping is actually a challenging task for him. He doesn't like all the aisles and the people in stores, and he doesn't like that he feels distracted from paying attention to his surroundings by needing to concentrate on the list of items he needs. Because he's hard of hearing, he also can't easily hear where people are, and this is hard for him. Also, it's worth noting that he has extra trouble hearing high-pitched sounds, like kids' and women's voices. He also has a service dog, which has helped immensely. The dog has a vest, and if you read it, you'd see he has a patch that says, PTSD service dog, do not distract, and one that says, hard of hearing handler. His dog is trained to guard him from people and alert him what side he's being approached from. This is not aggressive, the dog just uses its body to block him off, and touches his legs while doing it so he knows someone's there. So while in the store, he turns and he sees a little kid looking up at him. He just told her the dog is working and she can't pet him, on the assumption that she had just asked him that. In response, the kid holds out her hand for the dog to sniff, and she says, My mommy says I can if I say hello first. The dog doesn't react much at all, so the kid just starts hugging him. At this point, my boyfriend stepped abruptly away from her and told her she needs to stop and go find her parent. That's when the child's mother appears, and she's telling him not to yell at the little girl, because he's making her upset, and a bunch of other crap. He was only catching about 30% of what she was saying. He told the woman that he has a service dog, and that she needs to keep her kid off. Read the vest. The lady then rolls her eyes at him, and continued berating my boyfriend. He said he was just standing there largely ignoring her, thinking if she says what she wants, then she'll go and leave him alone. But then, the woman snaps her fingers in my boyfriend's face, and she asked him, Are you slow or something, or are you deaf? Thankfully, there was a couple shopping who must have overheard. The woman from the couple came, and she moved that woman out of my boyfriend's face, and she looked like she was chewing her out, until the Karen left the aisle. The man from that couple asked if he was alright. He turned out to be a veteran too, and they bonded over their tattoos. I'm honestly still livid about it, and I wasn't even there. My boyfriend's moved on, though. Yeah, posts like this get me so upset, guys. Like, there's way too many people that ignore the fact that service dogs are, in fact, working when they're in public. And service dog vest aside, it, like, if someone asks you to not touch their dog, then don't touch their dog. Mommy says I can touch your dog if I ask. Well, mommy also didn't tell her daughter that if someone says no, that it's not the end of the world. So here is a bit of backstory. My grandfather used to work for GM as an electrician, and as such, when he saved up enough in 1967, he purchased a mountain green Chevy Camaro. He raced it on the rare occasion, and when my mother was born, he parked it for about 20 years in the garage. And only around the time that I was born, about 30 years later, did he start taking the car out for car shows. For those curious to the car's appearance, I will include photos in this post. 
So after a recent car show earlier this year, my grandfather, before heading home with his car, stopped at a nearby gas station. This is a small town in Ohio, between Dayton and Springfield, right off the major highway. So it wasn't uncommon for nicer cars and classics to be out and about. Myself, my grandmother, and my mother were at the time in the middle of driving the other three cars back to their house. And yes, this will play into the story later. As my grandfather was filling the tank, a man pulled in with a truck and car trailer, and he got out to fill his tank. His son, a teenager, hopped out of the passenger seat, and while his father headed inside, the kid heads over to my grandpa. The kid says, wow, nice car you got there, I love it, where'd you get it? My grandfather says, I bought it when I was about your age off the showroom floor. The kid then says, no way, this thing is in way too good of shape. At this point, the father's now come out, and he's looking over the car, leaning down, looking under the bumper, checking it out, which is normal when people see classic cars. Also, normal things people do when considering buying a car, checking it for possible issues. Grandfather goes on and says, this car is all original. I've owned it most of my life. I take good care of it and make sure it's well maintained. That's why it's still in such good condition. That's when the dad says, would you possibly be interested in selling it? My grandfather says, no sir, this car is going to my wonderful daughter, which is my mom, when I die. That's when the kid chimes in and says, your daughter? Man, that's stupid. You should sell it to someone like me. I'll do it upright. I'll make it look so cool in black, with red racing stripes and some nice chrome rims. The dad says to my grandfather, I'll tell you what, sir, I'll offer you $10,000 right here, right now, to buy the car from you. No questions asked. My grandfather was stunned. Not only was the son already thinking he owned the car, but the father just basically offered the equivalent of $1,000 for a brand new car. My grandfather laughed, finished pumping, and around this point, I show up. To make sure nothing had happened, as it was odd for something like a gas stop to take so long. I can see the entitled kid is leaning into the passenger window of the car. While my grandfather wasn't paying attention, his leather jacket zipper scraping against the chrome and the paint, and him physically rocking the car, trying to reach in and touch whatever. Now I do apologize for how convoluted this is about to get. I say to him, hey, what are you doing? Get away from that car! That's when I drag the kid out of the car by the back of his collar, trying as much as I can to keep his jacket off the chrome and paint. And the kid whirls around and says, Hey man, what's the big idea? I was just looking. Why'd you grab me like that? The kid's obviously mad that I grabbed him, and that's when he decides to throw a punch, which landed, taking the breath out of me. I responded by kicking his legs out from under him, causing him to fall. The dad starts screaming, I'm gonna have you arrested for attacking my son, and trying to steal my son's car that we just bought. The guy starts calling the cops and causing a big scene. He's ranting and raving to everyone around watching how my grandpa was distracting him while I attacked his son out of nowhere and are trying to steal their car. So of course the cops arrive, and this dad and son are ranting to the cops, how we attacked him and his son, and that the kid was about to drive the car home after buying it from my grandfather. The cop came over to speak to me first, and I explained that the kid and father never bought the car off my grandfather, and that he's still the rightful owner, that we'd been coming home from the car show when this all started. So the cop does his thing, and he finds my grandfather is the owner, and this is backed up by the people running the car show, as well as myself. 
In the end, the father and son were sent on their way with a warning that if they repeated the stunt, they would be arrested. I was given a firm talking to for assaulting a person, even if they were, intentionally or not, damaging personal property. And to those curious, yes, the car was fine. To me, that car's family, and what happened was an embarrassment to my grandfather and my family, for the work that's gone into keeping the car in the condition it's in. Luckily, everything ended well. What a crazy situation to be in, guys. Like, always have to watch out for people like this. And seriously, I don't know what the father was thinking calling the cops and telling them that the car belonged to them when it didn't. Like, it just baffles me so hard when people do that. Opie does share a picture of his grandfather's car, and that's one beautiful ride, guys. I've been with my boyfriend, Paul, for three years, and we've been living together for six months. Now, Paul has a serious problem with forgetting important documents, and after the fourth time he did this, I became responsible for carrying our documents in my purse. According to him, all documents have a digital version, and that's enough. Not all are digital, like passports, and not all places accept the digital form. But Paul's stubborn, and he maintains this position. Now, I don't mind being responsible for the documents, and most of the time, I do have them in my purse. That is, until one day, two months ago, he called me asking about his ID, because he needed it for something, and they did not accept the digital version. I was at work, and I informed him that I had it with me. He then gave me a huge scolding, saying that their documents should be at home, and he told me to stop holding his documents. I hand his documents over to him and said that I would no longer be responsible for this or warn him about it, because I was doing a favor for someone I love who's a capable adult. He's 27 years old. So with that said, here's the situation. So we and our friends decided to travel to another country on New Year's Eve, and a passport is needed as it's on another continent. We would go to the capital where we would stay at our friend's house until our flight time. Our city is two hours away. We decided to go to the airport four hours before, and I went to check all my documents first. Paul was on my side, and when he saw only one passport, he asked about his, and I said, You have it. He then panicked, saying that he thought I brought his passports as usual, but I said it's at home. He then decided to run home and come back, and he asked me to go with him, but I didn't want to spend four hours in the car. He went to get his passport, and I went with my friends to the airport. In short, he did not make it back in time, and I decided that I wouldn't miss my trip because of him. I turned off my cell phone, and I made my 12-hour trip. When I arrived, I got several messages from him saying that he couldn't believe that I had gone on a trip without him, and how dare I do that to him, and that I had done it as a form of revenge because of his scolding. The flights are all booked up or too expensive, so he probably won't come. He's still accusing me of leaving him behind, after purposefully telling him to remember something that I know he struggles with. My friends are on my side, but I feel doubtful, so am I the a-hole? I personally don't think Opie's the a-hole. Like, her boyfriend's a 27-year-old adult, guys, and he wanted his documents back, and she gave him his documents back. It's definitely not her fault that he forgot them. And this person comments, not the a-hole. He's a grown-ass man who's blaming you for his irresponsibility. He self-sabotaged the trip, and he expected you to miss it by coming home with him. And he's pissed because his plan did not work. And this person says, what he has done and continues to do is called weaponized helplessness. It's a no-win situation for you no matter what you do. 
keep your phone off, and enjoy your trip. But as always, let me know your thoughts, guys. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash entitled people. If you guys enjoyed the stories today, hit that thumbs up, and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss these crazy stories. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, it's on our slash malicious compliance episode where OP's boss fires him for being useless, but little does he know, OP runs the frickin' company. It's such a funny story, so go check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.